Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, it's the 378th episode of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. And why don't I just get to the point? Everybody wants to know and talk about the fact that Jupiter and Saturn are going to be at the Great Conjunction. So supposedly everybody knows where they are. So why am I doing this? Because... What we can see with our eyes, not just today. Actually, we have a smaller window to see with our eyes now. But the journey from this whole year, I remember seeing Saturn and Jupiter in my night sky, shining like stars that they are. And I am here to share this celestial phenomena how it has a spiritual impact on me and suggest that if you are curious for a spiritual connection to the stars I suggest we start with acknowledging where they are. And that's why you're here at Where the Heavenly Bodies Are for December 11th and 12th, because I'm busy tomorrow, of course. It is the day before the Sky Astrology Almanac Almanac is published. I struggle with that name. It's Almanac. So, it's not Armanac. All Almanac. Anyway, somebody tell me how to say that word. I, why did I name the book that? Why? Why did I name the calendar that? Because of Benjamin Banneker. Do you know who he is? If you listen to my podcast, you would. Maybe you wouldn't if you don't listen to my podcast because he is a forgotten astronomer. Self-taught phenomena man. I'm going to put his information here. Again, because I'm not here to talk about that. We are in the season to be jolly about the fact that more and more people are acknowledging that these days belong to Afukas because our sun is shining and rising and setting in the constellation space, as I say, between the heart of Antares and the heart of the Milky Way. This is a powerful, powerful point. And this point is where our sun and Mercury and the actual south sending or um, descending node is that's why we're having this solar eclipse 
on the 14th because our sun will be very, very close to the node. Actually, our sun today, we're having like a pre-eclipse, whether you know it. Our sun today is exactly at the south node at 12 degrees of a focus. And Mercury, as I mentioned earlier, is at 8 degrees. And our sun is with the south node at 12. And this is for the time of 2311 PST time. So that would be European time already on the 12th. And the reason that I am sharing with you this very fact is because we are in a space where none of the heavenly bodies are on the earth plane. And the two heavenly bodies that are in the air plane, which is the opposite, like as above, so below, are our moon and Neptune. And they, at this time of 1111, will be aligned in an air sign together, perfectly aligned, 120 degrees apart, Neptune in Aquarius, and our moon in Libra. So earlier today, I did a uh, IG Live at the time of the zero degrees of Libra. And I felt it was quite emotional and quite heartfelt because I do believe in the power of alchemy, in the power of acknowledging where the energies are of these heavenly bodies. And so when we acknowledge first that there are no heavenly bodies in earth, What does that mean? That the sky is free. That the energies are free. Yes, free of this earth plane. Riding high, you know how I feel. Until Jupiter and Saturn hit zero degrees of Capricorn. Boom. There's some earth for you. Oh, it's not in Aquarius. Not the two beautiful, shining, light-looking planets, energies that I saw with my own eyes in the sky, moving across the sky almost the whole year. So, what does that tell us? To bring this balance back. If we are acknowledging the beautiful balance of Venus at home. And Neptune in Aquarius on its way home in Pisces. Because it's at the end. Mind you, 20 degrees of Aquarius. And Venus is 17 degrees of Libra. So, wow, these two energies that have to do 
and have a connection to the intuitive world, which is one that we can't see. And Venus has her, part of her self, her energy in the earth plane of Taurus, and part of it in the Libra air energy. And the magic is knowing that there is a calculation in earth and it is in Taurus. And it is vibrating at an eight, just like, oh, nobody else. They've all moved on. <laughs> but I have to say, this time in California, it does, it does have 26 degrees. But Pluto's no longer at 27. Can I let you know that? Because we, it's been there the longest time. And so I lost track. We've actually moved on, which is quite interesting to be honest, because Pluto will be having a chance to align with other numbers and energies and with the nine, maybe with my nine, because I'm all nines, maybe with the moon that's nine degrees of Libra at this time. So I want you to be mindful at this time if you're awake, if you're asleep, Maybe in the middle of the night, maybe you'll have an amazing dream because Neptune is connected to dreaming. But I'm going to set my alarm just because of that for 7-11, <laughs> which is the time that I gave actually California time on my private podcast. Yes, I made a little private podcast because of the censorship and also because of the... um. how can I say, the disrespect of information for some reason. I don't understand. But also, it just felt really liberating to not worry about if I'm going to say something about whatever, what everything's going on in the world, Right, we've invested so much time and energy on these platforms, supposedly free. That's why they say, "Ha ha, you thought it's free." No, only if you do what we say. Then, if you're not, you don't pay with any money. You pay with non-exposure, which means that you might not make any money because nobody will know about you because everybody's online. What can you say? Anyway, I'm really blessed, and I am grateful for the people who are curious about Sky Astrology, who are listening to the podcast, and who are sharing Sky Astrologies and knowledge, and those who are getting the word out about Sky Astrology, making sure they include it in the hashtags, because it is important to, to share this information so that people can find their authentic energies in the sky and not some... Um, so-called idea of what be what um the different zodiac signs are because you have all these energies at your disposal at your beck and call they're in plain sight waiting for you to acknowledge and be conscious of them so when you have a clear day or a clear night you can look up and say, 
I see you. Thank you. I love you. I will not forget to tell you that our planet Mars has also moved on a degree. It's now vibrating at 28 degrees of Pisces, which is aligned in the Satis constellation space. And we have Uranus still at 8 degrees, Chiron still at 8 degrees, Aries with Chiron, with Cytus energy, and Chiron at 13 degrees of Pisces. And last but not least, let's talk about Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto. And what I like about this, what's interesting, is that first Saturn was first to go direct and it wasn't on the other side of I'm pretty sure it wasn't on the other side of Pluto but it was on the other side of Jupiter now and so when it decided to go direct it was going straight Ooh, that's so loud. Sorry, and my windows are closed. It was going straight. And then Jupiter started going straight. And Jupiter had to catch up, even though Jupiter moves faster, like twice as fast as, at least twice as fast as Saturn. But what I wanted to remind people of, um, about now Jupiter and Pluto are changing energies, because they are, in the sky, they have been traveling through Sagittarius and because I always say and I believe there are no real borders in the sky I am honoring first that fire and energy of this year more than a year long movement through Sagittarius movement through the heart of our galactic center It's the same as your heart. Honor the journey. Honor what happened this year that gave you strength, that gave you energy, or maybe that cost you energy. But honor the journey. And be grateful for the information that you received in this journey because it is a possibility that you'll have a chance to actually use that when these heavenly bodies will be traveling with the exception of Pluto who will be staying in Sagittarius when Jupiter and Saturn will be continuing to travel together but will change the energy and will be in Saturn's house and Saturn has been in Jupiter's house of Sagittarius so Saturn had to behave a little bit (laughs) right Saturn had to behave because it was in Jupiter's house and Jupiter likes to be nice Likes to be abundant, likes to show you and give and say, look all these tests. Look at what's going on. Boom, boom, boom. Look all that. You thought that that was like uh, normal? 
with all the um, censorship going on that you could see as much as you saw? No, you have Jupiter to thank for that. So thank you, Jupiter. As Saturn was trying to pull it in as the material world, as the Capricorn Earth was trying to pull you down, Jupiter kept that hold, kept that, made the best out of that situation by giving you tools to see in 2020, by giving you that for that clear vision. Now, what you're going to do with that clear vision, that's another question I ask myself. But know that it's happening now. And in the spirit of Pluto, who comes with ideas and purpose of transformation in the deepest level, in the scorpion depths, perhaps the experience that Jupiter and Saturn had in the company of Pluto and Sagittarius will be enough to carry and heal, bring the healing element, energies of a focus into the mix. And I say that because we are in a focus season as the solar eclipse will be on the 14th and a week later the great conjunction will be exact because it's going to be in the same vibration number before that and right now it is conjunct you know astrologers she'll say oh your venus is conjunct mars sometimes they're five degrees away jupiter and saturn are one degree away right now so they're conjunct right now So look around and see what's happening because, of course, it's going to become more intense because it's the winter solstice and also because of all the energy people are putting into it. So that's why I'm asking you in this time on a focus, honor a focus, honor the present where we are now for healing, for Sagittarius energy and for the depths of Pluto where we've been the most year with this conjunction with Pluto, with Sagittarius. Yeah, we have survived. And we, with this fire in our belly, with this acknowledgement of the journey and the consciousness that is needed Take your power back. It's yours. Never was anybody else's. Actually, I feel called to play something that from a film, Guardian of the Earth, a lovely UIG account shared. And yes, I will play that some entertainment element of it but as far as where the heavenly bodies 
will be later on on December 12th let's say at 11 11 in the morning oh, let's see if our moon has moved no our moon though will be at Venus so this is a good energy our moon will be moving right now it is right not right now but the time of this stamp the time stamp will be 2311 PMT time and now we're talking about the 12th of December at 1111 PST time our moon will be conjunct Venus and we have Jupiter and Saturn getting closer and closer together. But there's a lot of things going on with Mars in the node. And Saturn at that time will be at the last degree of Sagittarius at 33 degrees. Ready to go zero degrees. Now did I tell you Saturn's going to go zero degrees before the conjunction? And it's going to be there for a few days. That's right. And everybody else is at the same degree. Except for our moon, as I mentioned, 17 degrees of Libra. Venus will be 18 degrees of Libra. Mercury will be 9 degrees of a focus. And our sun will be... 13 degrees of focus, moving out of the mathematical, numerological alignment of the south node. Jupiter will be at 32 degrees, still keeping its one degree distance from Saturn. And Pluto will be at 27 degrees of Sagittarius for quite a while into the new year. And that, my dear friends, is all for today if you want to know more if you want to be part of the zero degree movement I don't know what to call it but it is a special uh, opportunity to tune in to the powers within. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. And you'll enjoy this clip from a film. I don't know, remember which one it is, but I'll announce it. Take care of yourselves and see you on the solar eclipse. Now, I am going to do a special um what do you call it? Zoom call, or I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, but something live for the solar eclipse. And if you want to be invited, please send me your email address at my IG account, aka Cloudat, and I'll add you to the list. Okay, thank you. Cheerio. Bye.
plastic duck, and now they're... Well, why, why do you think that is? I mean, why is that? I mean, is it just because people are, are lazy today or they're bored? I mean, are we just like bored, spoiled children who've just been lying in the bathtub all day, just playing with their plastic duck, and now they're just thinking, well, what can I do? Okay, yes, we're bored. We're all bored now. But has it ever occurred to you, Wally, that the process that creates this boredom that we see in the world now may very well be a self-perpetuating, unconscious form of brainwashing created by a world totalitarian government based on money, and that all of this is much more dangerous than one thinks? And it's not just a question of individual survival, Wally, but that somebody who's bored is asleep, and somebody who's asleep will not say no? See, I keep meeting these people. I mean, uh, just a few days ago, I met this man whom I greatly admire. He's a Swedish physicist, Gustav Bjornstrand, and he told me that he no longer watches television, he doesn't read newspapers, and he doesn't read magazines. He's completely cut them out of his life because he really does feel that we're living in some kind of Orwellian nightmare now and that everything that you hear now contributes to turning you into a robot. And when I was at Findhorn, I met this extraordinary English tree expert, who had devoted his life to saving trees. Just got back from Washington, lobbying to save the Redwoods. He's 84 years old. He always travels with a backpack because he never knows where he's going to be tomorrow. And when I met him at Findhorn, he said to me, where are you from? And I said, New York. He said, ah, New York. Yes, that's a very interesting place. Do you know a lot of New Yorkers who keep talking about the fact that they want to leave but never do? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, why do you think they don't leave? I gave him different banal theories. He said, oh, I don't think it's that way at all. He said, I think that New York is the new model for the new concentration camp, where the camp has been built by the inmates themselves, and the inmates are the guards, and they have this pride in this thing they've built. They've built their own prison, and so they exist in a state of schizophrenia, where they are both guards and prisoners, and as a result, they no longer have, having been lobotomized, the capacity to leave the prison they've made or to even see it as a prison. And then he went into his pocket and he took out a seed for a tree and he said, this is a pine tree. He put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. See, actually for two or three years now, Chiquita and I have had this very unpleasant feeling that we really should get out. That we really should feel like Jews in Germany in the late 30s. Get out of here. Of course, the problem is where to go because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction. See, I think it's quite possible that the 1960s represented the last burst of the human being before he was extinguished, and that this is the beginning of the rest of the future now, and that from now on, there'll simply be all these robots walking around, feeling nothing, thinking nothing, and there'll be nobody left almost to remind them that there once was a species called a human being with feelings and thoughts. And that history and memory are right now being erased. And soon, nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet.